In today's episode, we're talking about emotions. Emotions kill, emotions heal, and emotions can make you wealthy. How? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about emotions. Emotions are absolutely vital for your well-being and actually for you to really be alive. You're actually having these physical experience on this 3D world through emotions. You feel happy, you feel sad, you feel, you know, um, depressed or angry, whatever. But in order for you to be physically present in this 3D world, you have to feel emotions. You have to really connect with all your emotions. And I'm going to be talking about today how they can help you become wealthy. I'm going to explain to you why emotions kill and I'm going to explain to you how emotions can heal. And then finally, we're going to talk about how emotions can be used to make you incredibly, incredibly wealthy. Actually, I'm talking in terms of wealth, but you can use these principles to apply in any area of your life and you can use emotions to, you know, to manifest absolutely anything you want in your life. So let's get started. So now in my in my practice, my you know, my consulting practice rather, when I work with clients, I actually ask all my clients to embrace all the emotions. Now I'm not talking about being, you know, lovey dovey and all the happy go lucky emotions. I mean all the emotions. When you're pissed off, when you're angry, when you're frustrated, when you're mad, I want you to embrace all these emotions. The problem we have today is that most gurus are are telling you to artificially think positively about certain things, about certain people, about situations. Now, I understand why they're doing it because you want to be sending out happy thoughts. But if your core is not happy and you're pushing down these emotions, you're literally pushing down, it's like pushing down a spring, eventually it's going to bounce back. And it probably is with a lot more force than you actually realize and it takes you by surprise. And this is why people have breakdowns and other things, right? So um, one of the biggest things that I found, I mean, not just breakdowns, I actually want to talk about this. Um, And this leads me on nicely onto the fact that why emotions kill. I've been studying emotions for quite some time now, you know, for, you know, for, for work purposes and for my personal interest and for people around me. And one of the things which really always bugged me and really bothered me was like really nice, kind people would have like a gazillion health ailments. Like why? Right. And this one particular person I'm talking, thinking about, she's in my family and she has the, she is the most gorgeous soul ever, ever. Uh, she's kind and considerate and softly spoken. She wears a hijab. She has a beautiful home with her, you know, and I'm married with three three boys. I think she has. And I, I find that she has like a gazillion, like I mean gazillion health ailments. And I couldn't work out why until I started, sort of studied her, her life and began to see what's going on in her life. So she's the kind of person who doesn't say no to anybody, who doesn't talk back and she's just always giving, giving, giving. What I find is... 
with people like that who suppress their anger, who suppress when someone was actually her mother-in-law was absolutely awful with her, but for someone found out. I don't know the ins and outs of her, of her life, but fully, but this is what I've gathered, that she has been put through so much hell and back through in-laws and other people. And she just put up with everything. And what she did was she internalized everything. Okay. Now, I find this with a lot of people, a lot of women do this. And some men too as well, because I've got another example of someone very close to me, uh, uh, you know, a uh, very close relative of mine who has done the same thing. So when the world turns against you and you want to put on a happy face and you want to just push it to the side, as most people tell you, just push it to the side, ignore it. What happens is those emotions which haven't been embraced, which haven't been acknowledged, which you haven't even, you know, um, sort of recognize they exist, start attacking your body, right? And you start end up having, you know, various health ailments and can even lead to cancer. Now, I've been reading a lot of these papers that have come out on cancer and the research, you know, the connection between emotions and sadness and depression and cancer and whatever else. And I found, and it's quite, quite clearly demonstrated that cancer literally has its roots in dark emotions. You know, someone's depressed and upset or whatever else. And those emotions start breaking down the body. So they start mutating your cells. And that's the, that's what leads to cancer, pretty much. I mean, it hasn't, there is no hard and fast rule around it, but there's so many studies being done about it. And it's quite clear that that's the case. So if you want to reverse your cancer, you know, I remember reading one of the examples way back, and I, can't, I wish I could remember the author who I read it, who gave this example that... Um, Actually, may have been Joe Dispenza, actually, Dr. Joe Dispenza, maybe, maybe not. I can't remember. I really can't remember which author it was. But it was where the example was this, this person who had cancer and they've been given, like, it was terminal cancer and they, they, it was not curable and they, the only treatment available was, you know, ke- um, was chemo and they weren't keen on that. And that would only prolong the life. It wouldn't actually, you know, do anything to the cancer itself. Like, you know, I think, uh, I think the treatment was awful, but it could only prolong the life, not eliminate cancer. And this person chose not to go down the conventional route and they, you know what, they changed their outlook on life. They recognized what was going on internally first, where the emotions were, why they're upset, why they're sad. And that person decided to just be happy. And the way they that person decided to be happy was watch really funny comedy programs, I think Friends and Goddards and what else. And they watched all these happy-go-lucky movies and they laughed out loud and they made sure that nothing bothered them. Everything was, you know, they let go of everything. So forgiveness is a big thing. And I, you know, do listen to my podcast on forgiveness as well. So forgiveness is essential for you to move past this. So otherwise you will stay in, in the in the state of victim mode and still be angry. But they moved past this and they became, you know, really embraced laughter and fun and gave themselves the permission to have fun and allow themselves to shift the emotions from their body. So instead of focus, instead of being internally focused on anger, frustration, sadness, and depression, they became focused, they became focused on happiness and joy and laughter. Laughter, as I say, is the best medicine. And I couldn't agree more, right? But it has to be genuine laughter. It can't be something that's made up. So this person went through and what the, what came at the other end was a few months or a year down the line, they, they you know, they became cancer free. They actually cured their cancer through laughter and watching happy movies, literally, you know, comedy movies. So this, this is why the story stuck out to me. And I remember thinking that, oh my goodness, 
This means that cancer and all the other ailments alike are nothing more but manifestations of our emotions. Because when we're sad, when we're upset, when we're angry, we sort of internalize those, keep them within us. And those emotions then start breaking down our body, quite literally breaking down your body. And that's why I say emotions can kill, right? So this is something that I found quite, uh, you know, quite clear. Now, in my life, in, in, when I look upon my life, I look upon people around me, I am probably one of the healthiest people around. And it's not because I, you know, I do take care of myself and do care, take care of my nutrition and I exercise regularly and whatever else. And I've, you know, I've always done that from a young age. But it's more more than that because you have really healthy people who die of, you know, of a young age or they develop cancer or they develop other health ailments. And, you know, you think, well, you know, if they, if they are like living on something like protein and, you know, salads or whatever, why the hell would they develop such, you know, you know, such awful cancerous and whatever? But the point is, it's not what they're consuming. It's not because they eat. Okay, I remember this, this example was given to me. I think this is by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And, you know, that he, you know, this guy, this guy was eating everything organic, uh, very healthy, yet developed cancer and ended up dying later on. And actually, no, it's Dan Kennedy, not Dr. Dispenza. It's an example from, Dr., from uh, Dan, Kennedy, uh, Dan Kennedy from his book that he's, he's taken on psychocybernetics. He explained that, you know, how an ex-business partner of his did actually go ahead and die of young age, even though he was fanatic, a fitness fanatic and, you know, um, ate, you know, ate all organic foods and stuff like that. And he came to the conclusion, which I am coming to as well, is that he literally killed himself through his negative emotions and his sadness and his frustration and his anger, which turned inwards instead of outwards. Now, I'm not telling you to go and scream at every single person out of the world. Oh, God, no. I'm not asking you to be a bad person. I'm just saying give your, your emotions an outlet. If you are annoyed, acknowledge that. If you are pissed off, acknowledge it. And if you have to release that emotion by doing something, I don't know, maybe punching a bag or screaming or going for a swim or going for a stroll. Or in my case, I love going hugging trees. I'm a tree hugger. So I would go and hug a tree, right? And that's my way of releasing my emotions. So release your emotions right? And this is why emotions can heal. So the same, if this person had actually taken an, an internal audit of how they're feeling, and this is exactly what you should do, you need to take an internal audit of your emotions, right? Be very, very vigilant in terms of determining which emotions are you ignoring, which emotions are present, and which emotions keep coming up and you haven't done anything about them. There may be a core reason for it, this is so important that you actually work out what are you feeling and are you ignoring those emotions? And if you do, those emotions will start breaking down your body and that's when you begin to feel physical ailments. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to highlight how emo important emotions are. Now, if you understand that emotions can kill and emotions can heal, now can you see how powerful a tool they are for you to manifest wealth, love, abundance, freedom, whatever the hell you want? absolutely anything. The world quite literally is your oyster. Now, in my mastermind, I take people through what's called a manifestation call every single, uh, every, every two weeks. It's a bi-weekly call that we do. And on this bi-weekly call, I actually get them to emotionalize whatever it is they're manifesting. And I've said this time and time again, and I've done a podcast on this too, where the stronger the emotions you have to connecting you to the desire, the faster your desire will show up. So using this in context of wealth, if you can start to form, recognize, and really feel into the emotions of wealth, prosperity, and abundance, then 
the stronger you feel those emotions, the stronger you have emotional memory of those emotions, the faster those that wealth, prosperity, and abundance will show up for you in, the, in your physical 3D world. Now, it may come from odd sources. It may come from unknown sources. Who doesn't? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't care where. It doesn't. It doesn't really. It shouldn't matter to you where your abundance is coming from, as long as it's it's of high value and high uh, high vibrational money, right? So this is why emotions can make you very wealthy. You need to whatever whatever desire you have. Now, this is what most gurus do tell you. Unfortunately, they don't. They just they jump straight in and say, "Imagine having this vision board and imagine you create a visualization and just imagine having this desire of yours and just feel into it, the car, the house, the whatever you want." But they forget to mention that you have to do the prep work as well. The prep work is feeling the emotions, which are ang- which is anger, frustration, pissed off, you know, frustration, whatever the hell it is, and get around things that you don't like. Right, so things like, you know, it might, you know, why did my, you know, my husband cheat on me, or why did uh, my my uncle do this, or why did my daughter do this, or why did my neighbor say this, and why did my boss say this? Do you see what I mean? Right, all these emotions have to be acknowledged, have to be understood and felt. And I'm a really big believer of feeling it. You don't have to feel it in a negative way, but do it in a protective, safe environment. But do feel your emotions, and then once you've done that, you can then go on and actually think about what it is that you desire and then emotionalize it. So a lot of people have vision boards and the vision boards don't work. And they're like, well, I had a vision board, but it doesn't work. Do you know why it's not working? Because you're emotionalizing it. If you don't emotionalize and connect to your vision board emotionally, it's just a bunch of pictures all over your vision board. It's not going to do anything, is it? In order for those visions to become a reality, in order for those pictures to become a reality and become a reality in your 3D world, you have to emotionalize it. You have to feel it. You have to connect with it. Does that make sense, right? At the moment, most people who have a vision board, they have it and they just put up and expect, you know, miracles to happen. And sometimes they do, yeah? Sometimes your subconscious mind, you know, sees a picture, image again and again and again and again and brings it forth in your in your physical 3D world. But a lot of the time when the delay happens and this is where people think, oh, well, this low attraction thing doesn't work or this vision board's rubbish and this and that and that. The reason why it's not working for you is because there's not enough um, power behind it. And power is given through emotion. So if you imagine you have your your desire is in the three D in the in the spiritual world, and it needs it needs fuel to get to the physical three D world, and that fuel you're providing it, the, the fuel you're providing it is through emotions, and you have to feel the emotions. If you fail to feel the re- the requisite emotion, because there's a there's a there's, there's a certain amount of emotions that's required for manifesting everything. The bigger the desire, the more emotions required. Quite simply, right? So if you want, say, example, you want to manifest a cup of coffee, it's not that bigger, you know, you don't have to be emotionalized for a days and end and feel really into it. On the other hand, if you are, if you're manifesting a new home, then you have to spend that time emotionalizing, visualizing and thinking about, oh, I'm going to get the same, how am I going to get the same and get that home. Makes sense? You have to do the work. Nobody else is going to do it for you. And this is where emotions can make you wealthy. Emotions are so, so powerful. And people forget, you know, they, that they are, it's um, something that they can actually work on. They need to, they can actually allow themselves to give themselves permission to, you know, to dream and then emotionalize that dream and bring it forth. Now, uh, I was speaking to a friend of mine and he's an, he's an amazing, amazing uh, entrepreneur as well. 
and he was telling me how he manifested something small. He manifested something sweet. So he was thinking about the sweet and he was keep thinking again and again and again. So he manifested it. By the way, he's manifested a Tesla as well. And so now once he manifested the sweet within a day, he realized, okay, that particular homemade sweet that I manifested, I could actually swap it for a, for a property. So now he's manifesting a second property. Why not? Right? But it's through that emotion. Okay? It's through emotions. It's through the use of emotions. Most people underestimate the power that's resonant, that's dormant within them, that they can unleash through unleashing emotions. And do you have to fake it to make it? Yes, you have. If you don't have a particular desire, for example, if you want a Tesla and you don't really have a Tesla, you have to use your imagination to to feel, to to think that you do. And then, if the vivid, the more vivid the image is, the more your emotions will come to surface. You're like, okay, I can feel the the, the steering wheel. I can feel the leather seats. I can see the the smart board or whatever. And you can really feel like I really am in love with this car. It's an amazing, amazing car. It's mine. Right? So those emotions have to come to the surface as well. And then the more you internalize those emotions, the more you see them, the more vivid memory you make of those emotions, the faster your your reality will change and the faster your the desire that you have would show up in your 3D world. This is why emotions are absolutely imperative for you to actually use constructively. Most people are walking and walking around without actually having any internal audit of what kind of emotions they're feeling and with, and not controlling the emotions. Their emotions are in control of them, not the other way around. So most people are reacting to things and have the emotions all over the place, good, sad, bad, whatever. They're not actually centered in terms of, okay, how do I want to feel? And if I'm upset about it, why am I upset about it? How can I talk this way through to come out the other end? You need to be very careful what kind of thoughts you let into your mind? Because if you let in a, 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 you know, a, a dark thought uh, or a dark idea and then you emotionalize it, that's, that would show up for yourself in your 3D world very, very rapidly. This is why you have to be careful. You have to be careful about what it is that you want to bring forth into your 3D world. And I've said this again, I've said, I'm saying this again. You are responsible for everything that shows up in your life, good, bad, or ugly, right? If it's good, it's because you manifested it. If it's bad, you've manifested it. If it's ugly, you've manifested it. Acknowledge it, but know that if you can manifest this, you can manifest the opposite if it's not something you desire, yeah? So I hope you understood why emotions are so powerful and why emotions are absolutely essential for you to manifest wealth, Okay, so I will be back on another on another another episode. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please do leave us a review. I do read all of them. And if you do leave us a review, do send us a screenshot to moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com and we will send you our million in mirror meditation for free as our way of saying thank you for supporting our podcasting journey. Well, until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.golkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.